You started your business to help others. Somewhere along the way, you lost the capability of doing it on your own. Imagine how much different your business would be with an extra $10,000. Would you pay your rent? Would you buy new equipment? Would you pay your coaches more? Would you pay yourself? What if you could do that and donate to others? We started our business to help you. Finally, a, a payment solution for the micro gym space. We are proud to introduce you to WheelPay, a platform that allows you to both save money and be generous. With giving partners like the Phoenix, the Navy SEAL Foundation, the Green Beret Project, and other charitable organizations, you can trust that your donations will make a massive difference in the lives of others. Saving has never been easier. Giving has never been easier. Pay better. Do better. We'll pay. We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. All right, we've got Brian and Shannon Bage, owner of Eureka CrossFit in Missouri. Is it Missouri? Missouri. No, it depends on where you're from. Yeah. But if you're, I think, above the Ozarks, it's Missouri. <laughs> How close are you to the Ozarks? Right on the line. Oh, oh kind of Highway 44 would be like the cutoff, I guess. Mm -hmm. Have you watched the show? Ozark? I, well, I have. I think I'm all caught up, but she never really got into it. It's pretty dark, man. It was a little dark for me. <laughs> it's it's definitely super dark. I got I watched the first two seasons and I just couldn't get into the third. Part of it was I didn't remember enough, and yeah. it's like on repeat: murder, drugs. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Essentially. So it's really not like that here. Just to be clear. <laughs> No, basically, you can say we're in St. Louis area. Yeah. You're not getting a whole lot of, like, meth traffickers coming into Eureka? Uh, at least not stopping in Eureka. They might drive through. But not in the box. They're not, they're not deciding to get a cut in? No, not that we've seen. All right. Well, Brian, I get to speak to you often. It's great to have Shannon here, your wife. So... What's it like owning a business with your significant other? Obviously, I can, I can speak from experience. I got a lot of people reach out because we have our nutrition company still on your eating, you know, and, and really that was a decision I had to make of either do I want to stay married or do I want to own a nutrition company? And <laughs> turns out I prefer to be married. So while, yes, I'm still involved and I still take some clients, kind of become Roz's thing. What's been the dichotomy for you? I know, you know, you are primarily the, the go-to guy, but Brian, but how has that been for the two of you? Uh, so I think we learned early on in our marriage and we're actually this weekend is our 12th uh, wedding anniversary, but we've been well, together what, 12, I know. But you get married we've been together for 18 Missouri, years. I know it's a little backwards, but I didn't think you can get married as a teenager. 
<laughs> pretty close. <laughs> we, were, we were young, but we we started dating. We've been together, like you said, for 18 years now. So yeah, we so started high school sweethearts. Yeah, we started dating when we were teenagers. So we we communicate pretty well together, and actually, we learned early on that we work really well together. Um, and I think her strengths are definitely my weaknesses. And vice versa. And vice versa. <laughs> um, so I do a lot of kind of more or less right now, the uh, people interaction and running kind of the front end side of the business. She loves numbers for some reason. Um, and so she does a lot of that stuff. That, it's so funny because getting to know you, especially you, Brian, over the last five, six months, I would have pegged it as the opposite. Yeah, well, so yes, while my background is a little bit more of that design and architecture type uh, mentality, um, I am more of, I'm the landscape architect. So it's a little more looser than your traditional architecture, but she's a scientist essentially. So she's a little more numbers oriented than I am. Yeah. I would say our business relationship is very similar to like, how we divide things even in our personal lives <laughs> like, so what, like what one thing outside of the gym that you're like this is my role and financial and stuff <laughs> like budgeting and just yeah, yeah. asking for permission to buy stuff I do. yes <laughs> and usually even if i don't ask permission i end up having to return it <laughs> oh really have you bought something that shannon's like no 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 no, no. Just recently, oh. actually, a pair of uh, Lululemon shorts. She said, no. Okay, just to be clear, I just made him go through his shorts because he had 30 pairs of shorts, and that's not an exaggeration. And shorts, you mean those that have been listening to recent episodes, shorts to me are something you can wear repeatedly, just like this <laughs> that I've been wearing all week. Um, but, you know, for me, this is now, today was a workout day with this sweatshirt, right? It was like, Wear it, wear it, work out, dirty. Maybe one more workout, I don't know. Yeah. But so you made him, I mean, like Lululemon, I get it, it's, it's expensive, but we're probably talking $50, $60. Yeah. Why right, now I have to drive back out there and return it. <laughs> so you haven't, so Shannon, when something like that happens in your mind though, are you figuring the gas associated with that, the time? <laughs> I need to start it reminding her that. <laughs> yeah, don't tell him that. He's going to start telling me that. What's be... that conversation like? Hey, honey, I see you bought some shorts. Go, go return them? Usually she's already looking at the uh, the bank statement online. It's like, what do you buy at whatever? Or you spent 50 bucks at Lulu? I was like, well, I needed shorts. So you get like, a notification. When he uses the not, <laughs> not making me look good, but I swear we have money because I I keep a budget. <laughs> yes, let's go. Hey, it's not how much you make. Because of her. Yeah. Well, there's an expression. It's not how much you make. It's how much you save. So that's right. And she's doing a, a wonderful job. With that. <laughs> what, Shannon? For those looking to budget on a personal level, is there an app you recommend? For example, I use personal capital i use mint mint but i mean i think there's a yeah. lot of good ones out there yeah same deal where it kind of pushes all the different bank accounts over yeah, yeah. It, it's super helpful i think you know what's the expression of like what gets measured gets progress or something like yep. that and 
You know, I, I look at my bank account, like I look at my weight, you know, like I look at uh, the, the stock market, right? And it's like, it doesn't have to be linear, but the trend is up. Mm -hmm. That's been something I've been reminding a lot of nutrition clients about. It's like, your money doesn't just go straight up, neither your weight doesn't go straight down. So interesting. Yeah. What, what grade did you guys meet? Uh, the end of my junior year, end of her freshman. Oh, two years difference? That's a big deal in high school. Yeah, yeah. Her, her dad thought so too. <laughs> he came around. It worked out. <laughs> what was that like? So we'll have, you know, this new girl comes in from middle school, right? <laughs> so, and, and she goes a whole year, so you, you must have had your eye on her for quite some time. I actually did not, but I, I will let you know that we met in orchestra class. And so the way we were set up, I was a cellist, cellist, she was violin, so complete opposite sides of the room. We had a uh, end of the year party, and I don't know what came over me, but somebody brought in a cake. We both went for the cake at the same time. I took icing and smeared it on her face. And, and then it, it's it like that was your first interaction. It was I literally. Didn't, yes. I didn't even know his name. That was our first. <laughs> so what was your? How'd you interpret that, Shannon? I don't know. I was like, okay, what is this guy doing? And was but it? Then obviously it worked, I guess, because then we started. It broke the ice. Right? Yeah. it broke the icing, if you will. Uh -huh. Ah, good one. Good right. So, and then and then. How long between uh, putting some icing on her face and a first date? And what was a first date back then in Missouri? Ooh. Um, so at the time, she was actually towards the end of an existing relationship. Freshman, and so freshman. I think it, our first date ended up being a few weeks later, probably, and after end of school into summer. Um, and then she had signed my yearbook put her phone number in, I happened to call her up. What's and we go, to, we go to my friend's house and just hang out in the pool. Yeah. And with Brian as fit as he is now, Shannon? Like, did he, he look good? He was definitely he well, was I was fit. wrestling. He was fit, but he was, it looked a little different. <laughs> I was 135. <laughs> yeah. Did you wrestle in high school, Brian? Yeah. 135? Yes. That was my You're wrestling tall. weight. My walk weight was around 150. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say you're like at close to six feet, no? Oh, I wish. I'm five nine. Oh, I'll okay. round up to five nine. <laughs> okay. So and then you guys go to college and you just stay together and eventually get married. How how many years yeah. after I mean uh, were, well so we dated slash yeah. been engaged for about six and a half years. Mm -hmm. So I spent the first two years of my college at University of Missouri basically every weekend or every other weekend driving back to St. Louis uh, to hang out with her. It's about a two-hour drive. So it's, you know, not terrible. Well, she couldn't uh, drive. She wasn't old enough. <laughs> well, no, and she didn't have a car, so I was always chauffeur. Wow. So how long did it take for uh, Papa to come around? I don't know. I think it took that long honestly friend was a really he was a good kid like he was mm -hmm. not a troublemaker so my dad nope was was fine with him I think, I think it's just a matter of wanting to see like this is not some older kid 
you know, yeah. trying to take advantage of my young daughter. So, yeah. wow, okay, that's very interesting. And and again, so what was the last fight you had business related? Business related, we actually really don't fight. Um, I think we have a similar mindset of where we're going with it or what we want to do. Um, and I think we do communicate well enough that it doesn't turn into a fight. Uh, we, we offer or ask for opinions. We just kind of talk it out. And, you know, sometimes we have to compromise. Um, but I think we both have a pretty good idea of what we want to do with it. And they're kind of in similar lines between me and her. Yeah. Have you have you found yourself in some sort of disagreement and one of you quote me? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, yes. He does have to quote you. Well, because, I mean, and it's just the financial stuff, right? And I think sometimes I... Like that's that's what I worry about, right? Because the gym has really struggled up until this point. Like it's gotten way, way better, but I you know, that is definitely where my mind's at. And so sometimes he has to remind me of the value that it brings rather than just the dollars. So and that's probably the one thing. Well, so something that I think I feel like you has really helped us with is seeing the value of investing in our current members, current equipment, you know, spending money up front so that we get more on the back end. Uh, with Shannon being more financially minded, um, she considers that and worries about that a lot more than I do. Uh, you know, I'm more of, hey, I need something. I'm going to go out and buy it right now. Um, yeah. But okay. yeah. I think it's a good balance. Like, a, a, yeah. Like you said, we haven't, It's it hasn't been like an argument. I think it's just, we balance each other and sometimes we have to talk through what the real in, intent or need is. Actually, here's a good example. When we, when I first reached out to you about Affiliate U, um, you know, the upfront investment is a large one for us. Um, but I knew if I could get, Shannon on board I can get my you know Lydia my previous partner on board uh, and her husband and so can having her on that initial call with you actually really helped to understand the value of spending that money up front to invest in the program and in us yeah I remember I remember the initial call and you guys were a unique scenario where I did speak to both of you but at the time you had a 50-50 partner with Lydia and her husband, which I definitely want to talk about. But I think it is a challenge for someone more financially driven. And I think potentially that's why I was successful is because I never, I always looked at like, is this best for the business, not my bank account? Mm -hmm. And But you do have to remove some emotion. Like those shorts, for example, you're right. Like you have 30 pair. Do you need another one? Right. <laughs> And, and that's just a funny example, but a lot of box owners, you know, oh, somebody mentioned we need a, you know, another skier. I'm like, well, you know, when was the last time you used the one you have? Or are you going to get six or are you going to have two? And, and no one uses them because you don't program them. So I think you do have to find that balance of 
yes, we need to be proactive and it takes spending money to make more money, but we can't be, you know, completely ridiculous with it and, and not think it through. When, when you signed up for Affiliate U, like you mentioned, you had a partner, Lydia. Since then, she's still around, but her and her, her husband took a new job and she's relocating to Pennsylvania and you've now taken over 100% of the business. So as someone that originally owned zero, bought in for 50, now owns 100%, how has your mindset had to shift over the last, really what, you you didn't really have a lot of time as 50% owner. I mean, what, four months, five months, maybe, before yeah. they told you they're moving? So what's that shift been like? And is it something that you're excited about or nervous about or both definitely all of the above um so for about three years we've been just active invested members uh you know having fun not but not having to worry about the business side of it mm -hmm. come this past fall then you know we were asked if we were interested in joining uh the membership and so i said absolutely it happened to just time out to where it was a good opportunity and we said yes and then you know obviously i had a lot of ideas i wanted to start implementing um but that transition from member to owner i think is definitely better now but i think it took a little bit especially for current and previous members uh to get used to me being on the other side of the fence now um, but I'm still trying to bridge that gap. So I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to integrate with the members and not just be this guy up, you know, in front of the board or in the back office, whatever. Yeah. I do think, I mean, in some ways it was really helpful in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, it was very helpful to come in as part owners first, just because, I mean, obviously Lydia had owned it for a while so she understood the members and um the interaction and how the business was going and so i think it was a lot smoother kind of going through this almost sort of gradual change rather than like jumping straight into it um yeah so i mean i think we're grateful for that that piece of it and now it's just the next phase do you think you would have given the opportunity six months ago, bought 100%? I think, I don't think Shannon would have been on board for 100% at that time. Financially, your time or, because something the listeners need to know is you left your full-time job, Brian, pursued mm -hmm. uh, Well, left kind of, it was the right time. You could say left or furloughed, you know, whatever. <laughs> Right. It was during the pandemic, et cetera. Yeah. But, you know, you could have probably tried to figure out a way to stay in that industry yes. versus diving into box ownership. Mm -hmm. So it's almost the kind of dip your big toe in the water idea. What allowed you to get involved? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and had Lydia been moving at the time and said, hey, Brian, we're, we're out of here. You can't buy 50%, but you can buy 100%. That might have been a different story. I don't know. It's hard to. I would have jumped on the opportunity because I think from the start of 
you know, my CrossFit journey, you know, a few years ago, I think I've always had an interest in it. Um, so I would have said yes. It would really just come down to how Shannon felt about it. Yeah, like how it felt with the family. I don't think you would have done that and affiliate you. <laughs> That's probably right. Probably true. <laughs> right? I think it would have been hard for you to kind of see the forest for the trees of, yeah. you know, and, and I always tell a lot of people, we have quite a few people, as you know, that have bought the box that they now own. Mm -hmm. And my attitude is always, you know, I don't want to go too deep into the numbers, but if you're spending 25, 50, 100, we've had people spend 200 grand to own the box and you're not willing to put in another five or 10 mm -hmm. for coaching. Don't, don't spend that initial, you know, 200 cause you're just gonna, yeah. you're gonna waste more money in mistakes than you are in, in just getting some coaching. What, and that's what, totally true. I agree with that now. I would 100% agree with that now. <laughs> so what Shannon, you, you know, the cost you, you've been there, you've been involved. Do you, as the number cruncher, has the investment in affiliate you paid off for Eureka? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, because I told you beforehand this was a commercial for affiliate <laughs> university. And but but tell me why. And and this that makes me happy. You know, we we talk about it all the time. The same thing we want out of boxes, we want for our own business, which is a working with people we truly like. And I genuinely look forward to not only our calls together you all of our people i don't have one member in affiliate you that i look at like a bad member at the box and you know even situations like this and getting to know you i mean i didn't know you were high school sweethearts or that brian wrestled 135 but now that i know that it's even cooler but but at the, you know tell me about where you were like okay i'm sure it took some time like oh man, we spent a lot of money, this isn't worth it. And then there must've been a tipping point or some sort of moment in your mind where you were like, I'm glad we did that. And it's not just because Jay's awesome. I mean, for me at least, I honestly, it was, it was tough thinking about the numbers at the very beginning before we started it, but almost immediately after, I mean, as soon as you all started having conversations, I was like, I feel really good about this. And I'm really happy <laughs> that we have that mentorship and everything. I mean, I think maybe one good thing I, I knew for my own career, mentorship is super valuable and I've seen that in my own life. And so this is just, I mean, this is way beyond just simple mentorship, but like, I, I think I, I recognize that pretty quickly and just how it was impacting really everything. I mean, every decision we were making pretty immediately and just the value of, I think you kind of mentioned this earlier, but not having to go through this trial and error where we really don't know what we're doing. And we're just kind of like hoping we're making a good decision. It gives us a lot more confidence in every decision we do make and knowing that, um, that yeah, there's proof that there has been value in, in what we're moving forward with. And, and I know you haven't necessarily done this, but do you feel at this point, I mean, you're, you're about five, six months into the curriculum. Do you feel at this point, if you simply were looking at money, not, not uh, pleasure of owning the box, not experience, et cetera, not coaches development, but simply looking at the dollars, have you 
uh, recouped your investment? Are you far behind it? Are you ahead of it? And I don't know the answer to this. So this could be, this could backfire. You might be, you guys might be homeless now. I don't know. Did you sell your house? We're living in the gym now. <laughs> I would have to look at the money, like the numbers to get a really good answer. But I know, I mean, for sure, I know in the last several months since starting, the trend has consistently been up. Like it is consistently moving in the right direction. So I know, I mean, for sure, we're getting the value out of it, whether it's within two months we make that up or within six or 10 months, I don't know, but um, it's clearly there. <laughs> well, I know from when we, well, really ever since the gym, I originally opened long ago, up until I think when we came on and then especially when we started Affiliate U, the gym has been in the red. You know, mm -hmm. it hasn't been a moneymaker, um, but we had been profitable since we started making the changes that we kind of outlined and affiliate you. And, you know, when we first started this thing, I, um, I wanted to tell everybody we guarantee, you know, you make your money back and Fern wouldn't let me. And yeah. right about it because it's like anything. I mean, you guys put a lot of effort and work in it. And I think most people do, but, but not everyone and at the same time everyone's goal isn't to make their money back. And, and I think that's what separates us. We always tell people it's about creating the business you want. The money's going to come. If you're happy to show up at your gym every day, you're, you're going to make money. So we, you know, we don't guarantee it, but we have enough experience and, and proof now with 50 plus boxes like you, you know, it might, you might not make it back in two, three, or even six months, but three new members this month, is, is giving you more money forever, not just right now, which is something we have to look at. Yeah. What, what's one thing though, Brian, you look forward to now that it's gonna be your baby? Meaning you are 100% owner. What's, what's one thing you might not have done had, you know, and, and Lydia is awesome. I've gotten to know her, she's a great person, but what's one thing you're like, okay, now that Lydia, you know, Lydia is gone, I'm gonna do this. So while we are, you know, Lydia and I share some commonality as far as, um, I guess, maybe mindset being a little more free spirit, you know, kind of opposite Shannon being the, you know, numbers cruncher. Um, or, yeah, I guess you could say we're dreamers, but we still have maybe different views of what those dreams might be. Uh, so I no longer have to kind of compromise or you know, give in to making changes that I think are still going to be good, or at least I want to test it out. And then, you know, maybe she thinks, ah, uh, not right now, or I don't like that idea type stuff. Yeah, you just, you don't have to run things by someone, right? It's, yeah. it's nice and it, it's tough. Like having a partner is great and it's, it's bad and I was having a discussion with one of our clients yesterday with about their partner. And I said, the nice thing about Fern is we butt heads, you know, we, we talk about it. Communication is key, but at the end of the day, we both really believe the other person only has the best interest in mind. Yeah. Right. So that might mean I have this idea Fern, and he's like, no. And he has <laughs> to look at me and say, I know Jay's idea is because he thinks it's great. And I have to look at him and say, I know he's telling me no because he truly doesn't think it's great. So it's it's a challenge and it takes some maturity 
So, but it, you know, the idea of not having to run that by has its pros and cons because you're going to come up with some some crazy ideas that no one's going to stop you. Like, yeah. let's have a you know 9 p.m. class on Friday nights, and you're going to throw you know <laughs> something like that. Now, one thing that you guys have been really good about is bringing on coaches, specifically Marty, into the coaches development portion and. And that's, I believe, one thing that separates us from other CrossFit coaching. I mean, obviously, it goes without saying, I'm a level four CrossFit coach. I can, you know, I can develop anybody. I can develop, yeah. I can develop your baby if you want to be a great <laughs> CrossFit coach. But, you know, and Fern's okay, too. He's a level three. So I'm obviously 30% better than him. But, you know, you brought Marty on as, you know, Lydia was a great coach. But Marty's, you know coming on board and he comes from a personal training background. He just did his level one. How has our coaches development portion of affiliate you benefited, not just Marty, but, but you as well, Brian? Uh, well, especially with Marty and with him being our first paid coach. And so implementing the stuff that we've done in affiliate you has allowed us to finally bring somebody on because that's going to help me free up more time to keep working on the business. Um, but that, you know, from a personal training perspective, going into CrossFit, the mindset and kind of group management is very different. Uh, and so really kind of getting him to work on his presence and attitude uh, being number one, because he already has the background as far as movement and kind of cueing one-on-one, but as a, a larger group, um, just working through some of the, I guess, lesson plans that we've gone through so far has just created an awesome opportunity for him to get to know our members more. I hear great things from our classes. They're excited to have Marty come on and coach their class. Um, yeah, I think he's really excited about it. Uh, he learned a lot from the L1, I know, this past weekend. And so the way that we kind of did it as Lydia was transitioning out of coaching and out of ownership, we've kind of split that time between Lydia's hours and Marty's as kind of a, an unpaid internship uh, to give him a little bit more experience and exposure to our members. And I think that also helped a lot too. Uh, give get his feet wet a little bit. And then he's just jumped in feet first now uh, doing you know a bunch of classes and going well. That, that's great. And Marty's been been a lot of fun to work with, and it's it's fun for us. That, that second phase with the coaches' development is really, really rewarding for us. I'm, I'm glad that it's it's helping. Was it stressful to bring on someone new that didn't have any CrossFit experience? Um, and not no CrossFit experience. For the record, he does CrossFit. Right. His mm -hmm. background was personal training. So yes. making that leap from, hey, one-on-one -on -one to small group is, is, is challenging. It is. I would actually say I was probably maybe a little more concerned with how members would just receive him. For one, he's not Lydia. And two, technically, he's actually an external hire. Uh, he's dropped in a couple times, but he's, you know, sibling of one of our members and so people really didn't know him or see him around until recently. And so that was maybe more of a concern for me um, rather than his ability to coach. 
And I would, I mean, I would say once we saw him coach, I wasn't worried anymore. I, I mean, I know he has the skills. It was really stressful trying to figure out who we were going to hire. <laughs> that was stressful. Yeah. Just that kind of unknown. To. Yeah. Um, so but, what, yeah, we, what caused you to pick Marty? And I'm asking more so from the perspective of a box owner mm-hmm. because, you know, box owners need coaches. And yes, we, it's always great when they come from within, just like you did, but that's not always an, an option. Mm-hmm. So what was one thing you saw in Marty as an external hire that made you think to yourself, he's going to fit in here at Eureka? Um, not just that honestly, he it was, because you guys what? look, as in, and not just that he looks like you. That's true. <laughs> we get that from so members. Funny. Like we were both wearing our coach's shirt the other day, standing next to each other. And we're like, who's who? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's the red beard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I actually, it was just kind of like an epiphany as we were going through a list of potential people we might ask who are current members. And really just, it came down to really, I don't think any of them either have interest and especially time. We have a lot of young families, so their careers and kids take over. Um, And then he came in through the open. Uh, Obviously he looks like a good athlete. And then, you know, start talking to him, get to know he does training or has experience doing that in the past. And then I just mentioned it to Shannon. She's like, oh, I didn't even think about Marty. Like, what do you think? And so we just kind of chatted. And then I brought it up with him. I was like, do you have any interest in this? He's like, hell yeah. And then there we go. His attitude was great, too. I mean, like Brian said, he'd only been to the gym a handful of times, maybe, but you could, I mean, he was already super engaged and super easy to just be around. And um, yeah, I mean, I think we already had the sense that people could connect with him and and that would be a good fit. Yeah, you got lucky with Marty for sure. We did, we really yeah. did. <laughs> and, you know, who knows, is it luck? Is it, I would argue also, the type of person that comes to Eureka and sticks around, you know, we always say CrossFit weeds out assholes. You know, you're not gonna stick around and whether it's shaving reps or just have a poor attitude mm-hmm. at a gym filled with optimistic and you know exciting and happy people. What's, yeah. What is one thing that I stopped you from doing that in retrospect, you're glad you didn't do? Because there, you know, and as you think about it for the listeners, box owners like me, it's like squirrel, shiny keys, et cetera. <laughs> And, and Fern doesn't, I want to be clear, he doesn't stop me, but he's good at saying, hey, that's that's a good idea, compliment sandwich, right? Good idea, Jay. Let's do this first, and then we'll get to it. Like, we have a, I have an idea that I'm really excited about, and I keep pushing Fern to do it, and he's, we're going to do it. But what's one thing that you may have done that would have either caused cost you money, stress, time? Hmm. I have to probably take a little bit longer, but something that we probably would have kept doing um, would have been maybe. I I remember this. Yeah. The mobility, right? Mobility class. Are you going to say? Yeah, we actually, it was probably shortly before uh, we started affiliate you. We did, we started adding a mobility class and uh, a just like a flow yoga class. Um, you know, once a week, because obviously people aren't doing it on their own. So let's make a class 
um, so where they can do it. It was attended well in the very beginning and then it really fell off. Uh, and also having an extra class in the evening where one, maybe two people would attend. So it's like, you know, instead of just hanging on to that for those two people, um, we cut basically the classes of mobility and yoga. So those were out and we removed that 6 p.m. class that only one or two people uh, would attend. So now we have two well-attended afternoon classes at 4 and 5.30 rather than a 4, 5, and 6. Yeah, I, I remember that conversation with you. And, 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 and we've had it with many people. It's like, hey, we're not paying anyone for this. I coach it. And I'm like, I remember saying, whether it was to you or other, other members, you know, well, would you rather, you know, be there or with your kids? You know, and, and you think, well, two people attend, they're going to leave. And like, they still come in four other times during the week. You know, I remember your open gym time where you're like, it's the one guy that always comes in. And it's like, he's not leaving your box because you get rid of a specialty class or, or open gym because he's still coming in a tremendous right. amount. So it's not about this doesn't cost. It does cost you something. It costs you time together. You know, many of the boxes, whether it's you guys or Christian and Kayla, you know, you have multiple people involved, you know, husband, wife. And I always think to myself, but especially now, I didn't have Madison when we started, but now I see it where I'm like, okay, I can be on a call or I can be hanging out mm -hmm. with my baby. And, you know, sometimes I choose that call, not going to lie, <laughs> but that's okay, but not every time. And it's, it's an interesting mentality because this is what box owners think. Hey, the members aren't self-motivated to do this so i'm gonna offer it well if they're not self-motivated is the fact that you're there what's going to motivate them and even if it is do you want to have to hold their hand forever you know and or should you teach them the benefits of this in other words hey Johnny, your back is always bothering you. If you've considered subscribing to go, you know, pay the $8 or whatever it is versus yeah. your time. So it's interesting. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad we've given you, you know, more time together. I hope. Yeah. Especially with another baby coming. Yeah. So we have the two and a half year old and, you know, she is what, 25 weeks long or something like this that. This is breaking news. I don't think you've told us about this. Really? I don't you know. noticed in the calls when I walked by in my belly. <laughs> No, I, I, well, first of all, I learned a long time ago, never ask a woman if she's pregnant. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But, but no, I did not notice. So congratulations, you know, <laughs> Thank you. you can announce it on the podcast for you. <laughs> tell your parents to listen, tell your father, Hey, you're stuck with this guy. Now one kid, ah, he can leave too. He's here yeah, for yeah. Now I'm here. So, yeah. Congrats. Um, Is it boy or girl? girl. Another girl. I think I learned long ago, I'm destined for only girls. That's tough. I mean, obviously we have Madison and I would be hopeful with a, with a second that it's a boy, but at the same time, she, she's been fun so far. I mean, she hasn't brought home an older high school boy yet. So yeah. we'll see how, we'll see how that, she strolls in with a junior and she's a freshman. I'm going to kick him right up, but yeah. it, it, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's very rewarding. I was telling someone, you know, it's, it's much like box ownership. It's rewarding, but it's, you know, stressful. And sometimes you just want to leave, but you can't. 
So right. It, that's, and I, that's, I think I am, I'm in a lucky situation, just blessed that she even has interest in this. Uh, so even though I'm technically 100% owner, she's totally on board with obviously helping me out with a lot of the back end stuff, but super supportive, giving me all the you know, help I need. Um, and then also with you guys giving us kind of the confidence to pull the trigger on some things that were always kind of like, ah, do I, do I take this away or do I add this, make this change, whatever. Um, you know, you guys are like, you know, you just do it. You'll be fine. Your members aren't going to leave you because you did this. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes just having a third party saying, go for it is definitely helpful. Cool. Well, I'm really glad. Okay. Before we wrap up, you guys ready to be okay. the test? Uh -oh. To the test? Okay. Yeah. To the test, Cannon. Nervous. To the test. Okay. Don't, no cheating, no talking. What's Brian's favorite color? Blue. <laughs> That's true, Brian. That's true, but I would say maybe over the years it kind of ebbs and flows between blue and green. Really? All right. What's Shannon's favorite color? Definitely green. All right. We get both get a point. Favorite movie. What's Brian's favorite movie, Shannon? I'm gonna, oh, gosh, this is hard. Um, something with Tom Hanks. I'm going to say Forrest Gump, but there are a number of options that probably could fit on that list uh yeah she's correct my favorite actor of all time is tom hanks uh <laughs> so i would probably put forrest gump as number one right and what, what, what's another great uh tom hanks movie what's the one with the captain i'm the captain now oh the um the one on the pirate ship yeah yeah the somali pirates <sighs> what is that one called i don't remember, I don't remember but big is also good um the, the best castaway is good a League of Their Own, best Tom Hanks movie. Oh. No, that's also good. It's the hard that makes it great. What's Shannon's favorite movie? Um, I would say The Princess Bride. Good job. Oh, Shannon, we got a lot in common. Yeah, I love you. That's <laughs> Our dog's name is Fez, after the, after Andre Fez, the Giant. Andre the Giant's character. That's her first name? What? Fez it. Our yeah. dog, yeah. Oh, your dog. I thought you just said daughter. <laughs> yeah, we love her so much. We named her. Fats. We should have named her Buttercup. Yeah. Does anybody want a pickle? Um, Shannon, what's Brian's favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, okay. So he really likes Ben and Jerry's, um, the Tonight Dough. I, I would say that. That's correct. What is, I, I don't know that if, I mean, Ben and Jerry's, you can't go wrong, but oh, it's so good. It, it, it has cookie dough in it, right? It's got cookie dough, um, chocolate, and peanut butter or something in it. Maybe some brownie. I don't know. It's just a good mix. It sounds like half-baked also, which is also really good. It's similar, yes, but better. What's, uh, what's Shannon's favorite ice cream? If I were to say a Ben and Jerry's flavor, it'd be milk and cookies. Yeah. It's not bad. Cookies and cream, that's my sister's. As I was, when I was growing up, we used to get Briars cookies and cream. All right. You gotta mix that with peanut butter, by the way. Peanut butter on anything. You can't go wrong. <laughs> so, all right, I got two more. Shannon, what's Brian's favorite CrossFit workout? Oh, workout. Do you know what your favorite CrossFit workout is? I don't even know my own favorite <laughs> CrossFit workout. All right, but let's, let's change it up. If we said, hey, what's one movement Brian doesn't want in the workout, what would that be? 
his least favorite movement. She does not like rope climbs. I know that. Uh, right? If I were to cherry pick a workout, that might be one I cherry pick. What about Shannon? What would she cherry pick? <clears throat> hmm. Honestly, you might stump me. It might be thrusters. Is that true, Shannon? The answer is. I think is... my least favorite is probably like dumbbell squat snatches or something like that. I'm something just... obscure, of course. Right, of course. I know it is. I've got long <laughs> legs. I hate stuff like that. I am just not built for that. <laughs> All right. Well, well, last question based on the big announcement today. If Brian didn't have to confer with you and you didn't have to agree, what would he name baby number two? <laughs> we already have a name, so I don't know. And we already agreed on it. Were you happy um, with that? What's the, are, you, uh, are you willing to say? Yeah, we can say uh, Autumn. Autumn's the name we're going with. Yeah. What's your Autumn. name? Isla. Isla, A-Y-L-A. So we stuck with the A's. Yeah, you're going A's. Autumn. Um, I will say, so I have oh, like, hold, a, on. hold on, let me answer this now. Okay, she's got something. Margaret or Maggie, because. What is she, my grandma? You can name her Margaret? <laughs> no one names her daughter Margaret anymore. That was my childhood. <laughs> we actually had two dogs as we grew up, both named Maggie. So it's just a name for female dogs that we've always had. I, so much. I, I, I did consider Marley for a daughter because of a dog. But yeah. I think people would also think about um, what's the Christmas, you know, Scrooge. Marley's one of the ghosts, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So Ross vetoed that. Well, <laughs> turns out being together since freshman and junior year of high school <laughs> lends itself to knowing your partner really, really well. Not well enough to, you know, not buy a pair of Lululemon shorts, but pretty, pretty freaking well. I mean, ice cream, color, movies, you guys got it all. And the relationship seems pretty strong despite, you know, the shared suffering of box ownership. But yeah. really, it's been really great getting to know you guys over the last half a year. And I'm excited to see where, where things go. So keep up the great work. Fern and I will hopefully get to Missouri. The Ozarks, Fern, Fern has said, if this thing doesn't work out, we're going to start dealing meth. So we're considering looking into the Ozarks. And yeah. I think it'd be great for pre-workout. I think there's, I a, think there's so. a, you know, there's a, there's a niche in there for CrossFitters to start doing some meth. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll lose teeth, but we'll be really fit. And I think mm -hmm. it's all that matters. It is all that matters. It's a fair compromise. Well, Again, thank you guys for coming on. It's been a pleasure working with you and I'm excited to see where Eureka goes now that you guys own 100% of it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.